Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. And guess what? This is podcast number 193, and it's actually the that's the 94th podcast that I've created in this series. Now, it says 193 or 94, but that's because it's just how it's done. But the fact of the matter is I have almost 100 podcasts that I've created in the last six months. And so it's like, wow, that's, that's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing (laughs) for me. And, um, and it's like, okay, so am I done? Is 100 enough? And do I want to do more? Do I want to do less? Do I want to stop? You know, do I want to shift and do podcasts on something else? What, what, what do I want? And, um, and it's like a big question. It, but the question is, leads to what's, why do I do these podcasts in the first place? Why do I do anything? Uh, and it, it, it's, it's like, what's the source of the question? And I, I ask you this, and I've asked you this over the last 93 podcasts, 94 podcasts, is to be curious about what's the source of how you choose what you choose. I don't know if I'm going to stop doing these podcasts on aging, I may just say, okay, I'm not going to do them regularly, or maybe I'll do them more regular. I have no clue at this point. But the point is, at this point, the point is, how do I, how do I be with this? And what is this all about? And so what's unfolded for me is a couple of things. Uh, One is this particular theme that I want to get across, or the intention of this particular podcast is, is that quite often, in the when we're in a place of discernment we and we it may bring up restlessness irritability discontent grief sadness anger hopelessness powerlessness asking a question like what do i do next might bring up all kinds of stuff because generally in this for me i don't know i don't know what the i don't know what the outcome is here i just know that i'm in the question and in the question then it's like quite often we distract ourselves rather than stay in the question, stay in uh, the inner inner questioning, the inner conversations, the dialogue with our higher self or the dialogue with a greater being, whatever that is for you, rather than staying in that conversation, which can be uncomfortable, we start doing something. You know, it's like, I guess I should do something. Um, I'll call I'll call my daughter who's in marketing. I'll call her and ask her what I should do. Or I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look and see what other people have done. Or I'm just going to go outside for a walk. Or I'm going to make some dinner or lunch. Or I'm going to do, I'm going to eat. Or I'm going to do pornography. Or I'm going to do something that distracts me. I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> I'm going to open up Amazon, which is the easiest way to shop. So quite often, and the, the intention of this podcast is just to say, sometimes the doing is the undoing of you. The getting busy, the I got to get productive, I got to do something other than sit here and be in this question is quite often the undoing of you. You as the person, the being that is in existence, the being that is having this question, this being that's in the question, the being that's in the I don't know, and I'm scared. And um, I, I'm confused. I shouldn't. I know. I'm 67. I've got three master's degrees, a PhD. Shouldn't I know? And 
the question is, is why would we know? I've never been here before. I've never been in this experience before. And the podcast that I did just previously is uh, two podcasts ago about being elderly and how many elders among the elderly, like where's the wisdom? Shouldn't I know how to do this? And the knowing in me says, yeah, just be quiet. Just be in the quiet and you will be told what to do. I know that's true. That's a principle by which I live and I've experienced it hundreds and hundreds of times that if I just quiet myself and listen, I will be told what to do. I will experience a calling and I've experienced a calling. I can't tell you how many times and that's taken me on extraordinary adventures like going across the ocean on a sailboat to moving to Nova Scotia and working in recovery to going and doing a PhD in Silicon Valley, California, to moving up to Orcas Island. These are all places that if because I listened, I heard what was next for me. And so I know that that's true. And yet at the same time, there's that part that says, what if, what if this, no, I don't hear anything. What if I don't, you know, what if the calling doesn't come? And the calling also comes in very small ways. And I listen and I've probably, you've probably heard me say this, callings come as inspirations, moments of inspiration. There's impulse and the impulse is like, I don't like this feeling. I'm gonna, I got to do something to, to get rid of the irritability, the restlessness, um, the discontent. Uh, that's an impulse, but inspiration feels different. And I know you know the difference. I know that. But the willingness to sit in the willingness, <laughs> sit in the willingness to sit in the willingness to listen for that inspiration that's a big practice. And when we do something, when we busy ourselves, when we distract ourselves, you know, turn on the TV, check our emails, all of those things become a distraction to listening to what's yours to do next. So coming back to this story, this dilemma of do I continue to do podcasts or not? And there's a part of me that says, if you don't do that, how are people going to know about you? How are people going to find you? How are people going to know your message? And it's like, and it's, it's, there's a part of me that says, you know, it's, it, there's no money here. There's no income that comes from these podcasts. I do this because it enriches my life and it's a way of expressing myself in the world. Whether anybody's listening or not, I, I know some people are listening, but it doesn't come back to me because people aren't calling me or writing me or commenting or anything to say, hey, on occasion that you are, and I really appreciate that. But mostly people are not, they're just listening. And so I don't, I'm doing this because it enriches my life. And I look at my writing. And again, I have some royalties coming in from my books, but mostly I don't. It's not like I'm making money from my books. Uh, I love my coaching. It enriches my life with my clients. It's enriching my life. My painting enriches my life. But most of these, the coaching is where I make, um, where most of my um, finances or currency comes in. But I do all this other stuff and spend most of my time doing the other stuff that is enriching to my life, but not necessarily uh, great sources of income. Now, if you're spending... Uh, time and marketing, you're spending a lot of time doing something other than what you love to do. 
in a sense, I love coaching and it's the source of so much of my joy as is facilitating groups, as is teaching. So I'm teaching here and somewhat facilitating. So all of these elements of my life uh, are expressed in these podcasts, in my writing, in my painting, in my coaching, my facility. So I have a lot of joy that comes through what I'm doing. And so regardless, I can tell you I've spent thousands of dollars on marketing on Facebook, on uh, social <laughs> social medias. I've done all the right things in air quote, the right things to market myself and zero, zero return on those, literally. So I might as well do what I love to do. And I love to do it. And the, and the outcome of loving what I do is I get the joy and the enrichment of the, the process. The dilemma is letting go of the hope that some financial prosperity will come through that. The hope I realized through this discernment process, the hope is a trigger that is fear-based and is not creating fulfillment because if the hope isn't, isn't, what's the word, <laughs> isn't the, 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 the outcome that I'm hoping for isn't come through, doesn't come through, then I feel that sense of loss or lack. The truth is I have no lack <clears throat> in my life when I'm doing what I love and I'm enriched by these experiences. That's just, there's no lack. So I, if I let go, if I take the hope out of the equation, my life looks exactly the same, except I'm happier. <laughs> I'm laughing because these the, the epiphany is occurring as I'm saying this out loud to you. Without the hope of an outcome, I'm happier and I'm more joyful, and I'm more playful, and I get to ex experience the delight of being me, uh, and the hope only uh, diminishes that to whatever degree. You know, we need hope on this, the grand scale of things in the sense that the hope that life will um, continue to evolve, and there will be more peace and love in the world, but how we let go of the hope and actually live in that peace and live in that love and live in the extraordinariness of you, me living in the extraordinariness of me, you being the expression of you, being curious about what is that in your full capacity to, to express yourself. And, uh, and that's what I'm practicing through these podcasts. And I've been practicing it through my writings, my books, my paintings. Um, it's big practice to let go of the hope of it and live in the truth of it. I, I painted a, a, a painting the other day um, and it, it was just, I just love it. And is it extraordinary artistic talent? No, <laughs> I've given up. I've given up hoping that that's going to come through because I'm just a, the expression of me. That's what I want for you is that what comes through you is the expression of you is you just love it because you love it. And, and that's the biggest practice. So bottom line is, will there be more podcasts? I don't know. Will there be more books, more whatever's? I don't know. I'm just learning to let go of the hope that something, there'll be an outcome greater than just the experience of sitting with you in this moment, enjoying the expression of me with you. And that's what the bottom line. So if you're curious about what that's like, just even notice when you're about to do something to distract yourself from being with yourself. And that's 
creates a level of cultivates a level of of awareness that you can grow into and one more thing i want to say is there's that place where we we're in our comfort zone and we think we have to in order to create transformation in order to have that great life we have to let go of our comfort zone and be in another place it's like no what we're doing is expanding and, and leaning against our comfort zone, that edge of our comfort zone, so that we get to include more and more and more and more and more of who we are. We don't have to let go of anything we don't want to let go of. We don't have to be anything we don't want to be. We don't have to, uh, you don't have to let go of your fears. <laughs> you can keep them. You can keep them. And you can keep the limitations of what what doesn't work. You can keep it all. And that's the brilliance of of being human is we can be at choice to say, okay, I want something different, but I'm afraid to let go of this. Again, Yoda's, you know, um, let go of what you're afraid to lose. But it's like, if you're not afraid, if you're afraid to let go of fear, don't let go of it. But let's have a conversation that explores what else is possible and that you can keep your fear too. So that's um, that's fun, fun, fun conversations that I have with my clients, and I'd be happy to have those conversations with you. Um, if you're looking to to coach, um, be coached um, beyond your comfort zone, and not beyond your comfort zone, but to expand that comfort zone so that you can be more of and be expressive of who you are in your complete, total radiance. All right, I've gone way over today. Sending you big hugs and love. This is coming in the new year. This particular podcast, I think, is coming in the new year. So um, happy, happy, and may it be the best year ever for you. And that's what I really want for all of us is this to be our best year ever. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.